Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician. Each season of Dissect dives deep into one album, examining the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. We've covered albums by Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, just to name a few, and our brand new season just launched all about Radiohead's 2007 masterpiece, In Rainbows. Listen to Dissect on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, because great art deserves more than a swipe. It's the Full Go, presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chicago everywhere, check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer. Spotify. What's happening, y'all? This is the Full Go Podcast. I'm Jason Goff. Of course, it's brought to you by The Ringer. Spotify is the gang. And shout out to our FanDuel TV folks. Hello. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Keep reminding y'all, we do this every Sunday, every Tuesday, and every Thursday right here on The Ringer. Uh, I got to put it to you like this. I'm in a strange place as a Bears fan. And as we are sitting here taping on a Sunday night after that atrocious, atrocious Sunday night football game between the Giants and the Buffalo Bills, nothing like the NFL to send you to bed with that kind of awful, awful, awful material. But I digress into even worse material. I don't know where to turn as a Bears fan right now because I am in a precarious position of not knowing who to blame and how to blame and why to blame. We know the importance of this Chicago Bears Vikings game here in week six. The importance Justin Fields is hurt. The report is that he's got a dislocated thumb. Now, going forward, we shall see because the Tyson Bajan era has begun. There are so many people running around this city who saw Tyson Bajan go 10 for 14 for his 84 yards, two turnovers and one running score that are now thinking, we'll find out if it was the offensive line. We'll find out if it was the offensive coordinator. We'll find out if it was Justin Fields. We'll find out if it's Matt Eberflus. And like I said, I'm in a precarious position as a Bears fan because for the first time in my life, I can't pinpoint what exactly is wrong. I just know something is wrong. 
Matt Eberflus is now 4-19 in his Bears coaching career. is by far the worst winning percentage in the history of this hundred and some odd year old franchise. By far. We know that Matt Eberflus is not the guy going forward. Hell, Justin Fields might not be the guy going forward because... The last two weeks, we've seen him throw for eight touchdowns, and we've patted him on the back and give him every all the pl- applaud, applause that he should des- he should actually deserve, and all the things that we know he can be. We've seen some of those flashes over the last couple of weeks, but for it to happen again, for Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears offense to stall out for two and a half quarters the way they did against a, and I'm, I'm going to say it, y'all can act like yo, the Broncos were the bad defense, the Commanders were the bad defense, that's why he was so successful. Guess what, y'all? The Minnesota Vikings are not good. They're not a good defense. And Brian Flores, who I respect as a defensive mind, understands how bad that defense is. You know how, you know how he knows how bad that defense is? He called blitzes on 53% of the drop back snaps for Justin Fields. That's right. 53%. Justin Fields scrambled more in this game than he has in his entire career, believe it or not. And that's including the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns game where I believe the Browns and miles Garrett and them boys racked up nine sacks. We thought, why the hell is no one protecting the quarterback at some point, run the ball. You know, you can't block it. And if you can't block it, you can't run it. You can't block it, you can't throw it. You can't run it, you can't throw it. You can't score it. The Bears were stuck on six for an awful long time against a mediocre to below average defense. But all Brian Flores had to do was dial up blitzes, dial up pressure, dial up confusion, whether it be the quarterback contain, whether it be the mush rush, whether it be the spy, whether it be all out blitzes. There was a there was a point there where Josh Metellus, who is the safety, the safety for the Minnesota Vikings, he led the Bears, I shouldn't say the Bears, he led the Vikings in quarterback hits. He led the Vikings in quarterback, the safety for the Minnesota Vikings hit the Bears quarterback the most out of anybody with a team with Daniil Hunter and, and Jordan Phillips and all those dudes running around, the safety. And you know what that tells me? Hey, man, you just have to wait until a poorly coached team goes up against your poor coaches so that maybe just maybe the the talent could be the overriding factor. The NFC Offensive Player of the Week and DJ Moore had 230 yards and three touchdowns the week before. Ten days later, ten days later, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Moore came in with a whopping. Here, drum roll, please. DJ Moore, where you at? Five catches for 51 yards. For most of the game, it was two catches for five yards. For the first quarter and a half of the game, it was one catch for seven yards. That's right. His second catch, he lost two yards. You know why? Screen time. If you guys are seeing an organized offense, please let me know. Maybe maybe I got the wrong channel on. If you guys are seeing a third-year quarterback who should be able to recognize and properly identify blitzes and slide protections either way, please let me know because maybe I got the wrong channel on. If you guys are seeing a team, a team that feels like it can believe in something, an identity, a play, a player, then maybe I'm watching the wrong thing and I got the wrong channel on. I know those things aren't true because I know their belief isn't there. It's not there in that locker room. It's not there by the fan base. And it shouldn't be there by the coaching staff at this point. Now, the same 
applause that I gave this coaching staff against the Washington Commanders for getting that secondary coached up is the applause I'll give them for getting that linebacking crew coached up. I thought the key to this game, and you can go back to the last pod, was the middle of the field. Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, TJ Hawkinson, that's their target. Jordan Addison, he's not Justin Jefferson. This is a game the Bears should have won. And the Bears defense played very good football. They didn't play great football. You know why? Because they didn't get to the quarterback enough. There's a lot of one-on-ones out there that dudes just ain't winning on. Demarcus Walker, Yannick Ngakwe. Um, We talked about Javon Dexter Sr. and him, you know, flashing for a couple of plays last week. Nowhere to be found. Zach Pickens and the boys, nowhere to be found. That defensive line is putrid still. Still. So now it's time after six weeks, now it's time to start divvying up the snaps in a different way. There's no veteran on this team who should get uh, dibs, right? Who should get carte blanche in terms of the snap rotation and the snap count. If you can't get to the quarterback, come come find a seat next to the rest of the dudes who got the Velcro jerseys on. Because that's all the Chicago Bears pass rush has looked like through the first five, six weeks of this season. But I commend TJ Edwards for making play after play. T.J. Edwards was solid out there. Tremaine Edmonds got himself what I thought was an interception off of a T.J. Edwards uh, pressure and quarterback hit. Turns out it was a fumble recovery. Tremaine Edmonds made a play. First five weeks, didn't make really that many plays. Made a lot of tackles. Stopped dudes from scoring seven, eight yards down the field, but didn't make many game-changing plays. So I take those things back. And even then, Even in a game where you allow 19 points to a team without its best offensive weapon and arguably one of the best, no, not arguably one of the best, he is one of the best offensive weapons in the entire NFL and Justin Jefferson, you think, hey, offense, all you got to do is give me half of what you did 10 days ago against the Commanders, a better defense. But guess what we didn't see again? We didn't see Luke Getze, and, and, and I'll say this too. I'm tired of watching these other NFL football games and seeing route concepts getting people open four or five times a game where they're just open, right? We're not talking NFL open. We're not talking college open. We're talking open, open. At some point, I need to see that four or five times a game out of Luke Getze. This is now going on a year and a half now of calling plays. Luke Getze ain't new to this, and he damn sure ain't true to this. I'm, I'm really, really starting to think What's the sense in keeping him going forward now? Other than making sure that Justin Fields has some kind of continuity in his ear as a play caller. But is he hurting this team more so than he's helping it? Is he hurting the quarterback prospect more so than he's helping it? And let's face it now, too, guys. With this dislocated thumb, reportedly this dislocated thumb, if this dude is going to miss a couple of weeks here, two or three weeks, this is this is a very, very important time in the evaluation process, not only for Justin Fields, but for the rest of the dudes on this team as well. Everybody's under the watchful eye. Everybody's under the microscope, including the general manager. Nate Davis goes down in this game. And let's really get to one of the things that, you know, the, the sheer fundamentals of offensive football start with the center quarterback exchange. There were eight different times that I counted an errant shotgun snap to either Justin Fields or Tyson Bajan. If you can't get the the ball to the quarterback, especially with a read option, read zone run game that you should be running and that they should have ran more of, then you're playing at a disadvantage. You're not playing a professional brand of football. And that's exactly what happens here. 
That's exactly. We get a two, three, or four-week bump where we feel like we're riding high. Those four games last year, all losses. All losses with the 26 and the 28s and the 29 and the 31s being thrown up on the, on the scoreboard. All losses. You can't even get the center quarterback exchange down. Cody Whitehair got benched for a lesser player in Lucas Patrick. I don't want to hear anything about comfortability with Tyson Bajan. Guess who Tyson Bajan be getting the ball from? A scout team center. He hadn't even been getting the ball from either one of those two dudes. So for, for Matt Eberflus to come out, once again, they making this nice man lie. They making this nice man lie right to our face. Hey, 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 Chicago Bears, stop getting your ass kicked so, so that you won't have Mr. Smiley, your head coach, lying into a microphone to thousands of people, to millions of people across the world who are Bears fans. They wanted to get a different look, comfortability. You know what made him more comfortable? Getting the football snapped to him accurately. And this is the other thing. I don't know who to blame because guess what? Justin Fields in year three, if you can't pick up a blitz with your eyes, then guess what? Every hit that you take, you've earned. You earning them, playboy. Like, I, I am as big a Justin Fields fan as y'all going to find. But I'm the same dude who will call his family members out if I have to. Or sometimes not even speak to him. Right, like, like this, this ain't no Justin Fields is 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 the soul brother number one slash QB one. So I can't, you know, critique him. But come on, y'all. And the moment he goes out, I thought it was a broken wrist. I thought it was a broken hand. We find out that the 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 MRI and the X rays came back negative. So a dislocation, which he popped back in, is the report. But the moment he came in, oh boy. Oakley Bears Twitter Nation stood up. It was Tyson Bajant time. Now, I know a couple of y'all had some issues with Tyson because he's sleeved up. I said it a few pods ago during the preseason. He is the first sleeved up white quarterback I have ever seen in my life. So, damn it, I am here for the show. Okay, if Tyson Bajan is the dude y'all want me to root for going forward, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Thank you so much for what this season has been. Now, comes the comedy. This is going to be a laugh a minute from here on out, and I can't wait for it. We got a whole bunch more we got to talk about. I have so many more things that I have to expound upon. That game provided so much hilarity. It, the, the Bears fans are running around like this is 2003 again with Kyle Orton versus Rex Grossman. Guess what? Ain't no Super Bowl coming. We did that with a Super Bowl-level defense. Now you got people arguing who's going to be the first and second pick in the draft. Tyson Bajan mania has 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 been uh, cast upon us as Bears fans. Justin Fields is hurt. The offensive coordinator probably shouldn't have a job going forward. And Matt Eberflus has to lie every single time he steps in front of a podium. Other than that, it's great over here in Chicago. Make sure you're checking us out every Tuesday, every Thursday, and every Sunday right here on the Full Go Podcast. And as always, same time, same place right here on FanDuel TV. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. 
Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff. After a word from our sponsors. The NFL season is going strong, and FanDuel wants to help you enjoy it even more with two great offers. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers get a profit boost every day, so you can boost your winnings even more. Monday Night Football, the stars will meet and align, hopefully, for us, the entertainment seeker. Uh, we got a same-game parlay for you. It's real easy. Chargers, Cowboys, we got anytime touchdown scores, and we got four of them. The casual betting brothers have this for you. The Austin Eckler-led Los Angeles Chargers. Anytime touchdown for Eckler. C.D. Lamb, part of the 88 club in Dallas, right? Anytime touchdown score for C.D. Lamb. Tony Pollard. Ezekiel Elliott is no longer there splitting carries with him. You thought Tony Pollard was going to have another Pro Bowl season where he was going to get more touches. It's been a mixed bag to this point. Anytime touchdown score for Tony Pollard. And, of course, the old man out there, wide out, Keenan Allen, anytime touchdown score. So it's going to be plain and simple. Four guys, four touchdowns, sure things from us, the casual betting brothers. Austin Eckler, C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard, Keenan Allen, anytime touchdown scores, parlay that thing. We like to call it a same game parlay. And now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash FullGo. That's FanDuel.com slash F-U-L-L-G-O and get into the NFL action with offers you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in select states. Bet $5, get $200 offer. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Daily profit boost token offer. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable profit boost token. Restrictions apply, including token expiration. See terms for both offers at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Bears talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. And the kick is good for the win. Fade to black. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah, man. Tyson Bajan came in the game. Oh, you, it was as if you heard the entire, like there's an entire section of Bears fandom that kind of awakened like, oh, oh we've, we've gotten that running back out of that quarterback position. Now we can get back to some actual football. Man, Tyson Bajan got in there. His ass was running for his life. Third play. The third play. He turned the football over. I could not stop laughing. And it's not that I want the young man to do poorly. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I want him to do as well as any Division II player out of Shepherd University should do. By the way, by the way, how about how about you going from Division II Shepherd University to eh, we'll see if he makes the roster to eh, you know, he made the roster to hey, guess what, y'all? He gonna be the number two quarterback with Nathan Peterman on your squad. Like a professional who has had reps is gonna sit behind a dude who is a Division II player from Shepherd University, and y'all gonna have a nerve to tell me that Ryan Poles gives a shit about this season or that quarterback? Stop playing with me. Stop fucking playing with me, man. Kidding me? 
Tyson Bajan is running around out here running for his life. He getting rid of the football, too. That's the other thing, too, boy. I saw him getting rid of the football. Some shit. I'm not going to lie to y'all. You know, this is the place where I can tell y'all the truth. Everywhere else, they want me to lie to them and, you know, make them feel good about their lives. Like, I might have to do that on Tuesday. I'm going to go hang out on the score on Tuesday. I might have to, you know, make a whole bunch of fragile white dudes feel good about themselves. But, man, man, man. Tyson Bajan started getting rid of that football and like half of me was like, oh shit. Like, oh shit, he looking good. All right, he getting rid of the ball on time. Oh, here we go. And then the Bears fan in me was like, all right, but yeah, they can salvage this game. And then the other Bears fan in me slapped that Bears fan. was like, none of this matters. None of this matters, Doug. None of this matters. Whether they are two and four or one and five, none of this matters. All we are finding out right now is the slow descent into a, an abyss of quarterbacklessness that we have lived now for the eternity of our fandom. Okay? Like, we, we keep talking about this thing in, in, like, these three or four-year spurts. Like, oh, you know, now it's now we'll see what, what Fields has. Or you know, before, it was, like, you know, like I just mentioned, back in the early aughts, it was, it was you know, Kyle versus uh, uh, Rex Grossman. Before that, hey, y'all wasn't here for the cave. Hey, Kyle, you're too young for this. You weren't here for the cave McNown years, boy. Huh? When, we, when, when the Bears drafted a five foot ten blonde, you know, smiling like he, he had a mischievous smile to him, boy. And the moment came now and got into a preseason game, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And guess what it was? Bad. This ain't no just three or four years spurts of like, oh, you know, maybe next time. This has been now 43 years of my life. Coming up November 8th, my birthday, four, I'm be 43. I have seen two quarterbacks, two that I believed in where I'm like, you know what? This might be something. One is a prospect who we are currently talking about right now. That's one. <laughs> that's the one. So that's half of my hope. Okay. In my entire Bears fandom, y'all have been, hey, Chris, the shit ain't funny. This has been documented. Okay. This, this pod started the night Justin Fields had his first appearance on an NFL field against the Rams on a, on a, a was it a Sunday night or a Monday? Night? I think it was a Sunday night. Yeah, it was a Sunday night game. Our pod started on a Sunday night. It has been documented for 300 episodes, not every single episode, but over the course of these 300 episodes, my entire hope. Y'all, you can actually like time capsule this thing and be like, hey, y'all want to hear how hopeful Jay was? And <laughs> once in the, in the two times total in his Bears fandom. And guess who the other one was? Jay Cutler. So in my Bears fandom, I have had Jay Cutler and Justin Fields as people who I've been like, you know what? They might be all right, though. They might be something. You might put something together. Shout out to Eric Kramer. Right. Shout out to Steve Walsh. Shout out to shout out to everybody who came before those gentlemen. Right. Shout out to Jim McMahon. You know, but that was that was, you know, I was five years old when the Bears won the Super Bowl. So to sit here and be like, oh, you know, Caleb Williams or Drake May, by the way, y'all guess who watched two college football games this this weekend? Guess which two football games I watched? I watched North Carolina and Miami half asleep, uh, just like Mac Brown coaching North Carolina. And then and then before that, I watched Notre Dame versus USC. Now, I've seen Caleb Williams. You know, I saw him a bunch last year. He won the Heisman. I've seen him a bunch this year. 
In the week that I put on my schedule, my old schedule, look my kid in the face and say, hey, baby, it's going to be a few hours where just daddy just going to be gone. Okay, you're just going to have to find something else to do, maybe some push-ups. Maybe maybe you put together some of them half-built Lego set. What What is it about kids uh, getting Legos and building half the shit and thinking that they're done and just saying to hell with the rest of the set? Like, my kid has half-built Lego sets all around the crib. So I was like, yo, hey, you might have to do something else. Daddy got to watch these games. You know, Bears might be in line to get another quarterback. It's another chance to watch. I watched Caleb Williams throw three interceptions in the first half of that football game. It looked like trash. <laughs> it looked like absolute trash. Shout out to that Notre Dame secondary, not just on the ball hawking side. Man, Xavier Watts, that number 20, the corner, the sophomore, them boys are as physical as I've seen a secondary be on a college football field or a pro football field, for that matter, in a very, very long time. Okay? But I watched... For, for the main reason of it's evaluation time now. We are in this shit again. Y'all, we can do this whole, you know, what if Justin looks good those last three weeks or the next three weeks or when he comes back or what if he strings together five games? Hey, time is up, y'all. Time is up. And we can play around like it's not. I know we got to have content and, you know, we got we to talk this thing out and big picture it out. Dave, dog, let me tell you something right now. We all been we all been places we know we ain't supposed to be. It's just a matter of when you're going to leave. Like this moment is just looking at all of us Bears fans like, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave soon. So <laughs> y'all can yeah, y'all can pack my shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all can y'all can throw it out the window. <laughs> we can have this. This kumbaya moment, but the moment is getting ready to peace out on us. It's getting ready to happen. There is an injury now at play. And all of this was supposed to happen before an injury because we knew he was going to get hurt again, whether it be how physical a style of football that he plays or the poorest offensive line, even though the resources have been poured into it. You know, Justin Fields not knowing when to take what is given to him has been to his detriment, probably for the entirety of his Chicago Bears career. Now, when he takes more than what is given to him is when he gets the most praise and most applause, the most um, adulation, the most um, fanfare. So I understand why it's... um, what. What, the causality there you know i understand why he holds the football as long as he does but guess what you gotta make plays you gotta make plays the man threw the ball 10 first of all luke gets having him throw the ball 10 times the first two and a half quarters of a football game is ludicrous absolutely ludicrous they didn't move the pocket not once not once so at this point we're aware that there are weeks where apparently they listen to Justin or apparently they throw things in there that work. And then they say, you know what? We don't want to do that again. Cause maybe they'll stop it. That can only be the rationale that can, that, 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 that is the only explanation for us to watch this lack of uniformity, even after successful offensive weeks. So you mean to tell me with Roshan Johnson, Travis Homer and Khalil Herbert all out, and you're left with Deontay Foreman, Kari Blassingame, who was a fullback, and Darrington Evans, 
That's right. Darrington Evans. You mean to tell me with those three gentlemen, you're not trying to get that dude out on the perimeter. You're not trying to make sure that he is not only taken care of, but also out of harm's way and making plays. You know, the man was running for his life. He obviously isn't processing certain things in the manner that you need to. You know, if you if you got more, more blitzes than protectors, you got to get that thing out of there. And hell, even Tyson Bajan mentioned it. He mentioned something about miscommunication on the interception, on, on the fumble, I should say. Like, there's nothing here that makes me believe offensively, other than DJ Moore, that something has been found out or understood or deciphered as this is this, this is quantifiable, this is good, this is bad, we can't do this anymore, we have to do this more often. Like, at what point is the quality control going to take over where this is what we do best and this is what we don't do best, and this is the shit that we stop, we need to stop doing all together? Why'd you bring Robert Tunyon in? Why is Darnell Mooney apparently a dude who's going to get one or two targets a game now? If Darnell Mooney is still hurt, sit him down. If he ain't hurt, what's going on? You know, something that got lost in a 230-yard, three-touchdown explosion for DJ Moore was the fact that no other wide receiver caught a pass in that game. So are people just not getting open? Or is this dude just not reading the way he's supposed to. Either way, the passing game is broken. And guess what you can't have in the NFL anymore? A broken passing game. This ain't the, this ain't the age where you could just rush for 2,500 yards as a team and hope you break even with a good defense. This ain't that. Meanwhile, in Houston, you've got a child who has seen NFL defenses for five weeks with a defensive coordinator as his head coach and D'Amico Ryan. See, that's why I'm not here for the fucking excuses, dog. I'm not here for the excuses from anyone. I'm not here for the excuses from Justin. Not saying that he's giving them. Not here for the excuses from Matt. Not saying that he's giving them. Not here for the excuses from Luke Getze. Not here for the excuses from anyone in the Bears organization. All you have to do is take a look at what's happening in Houston, Texas right now. A rookie quarterback went five games without throwing a pick. And it ain't like he got the handcuffs on either. Look at them attempt numbers. We talked about it last pod. When an offense is truly handed over to a quarterback, look at those attempts. Are you play action in the death? Are you straight dropping back? What are you doing? I don't give a damn if C.J. Stroud had a play action on every single passing attempt since he's been in the league, which we know he hasn't. The man didn't throw an interception for five straight games. So what's the excuse? It's ineptitude top to bottom. And, 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 and I will continue to say it. I'm Listen, I'm not sitting here... Um, I'm having fun with a lot of this. Like I'm watching these games laughing my ass off because some of it is just foolishness. Some of it is just pure, pure foolishness. Like it's stuff that should offend you as a football fan. But then again, what are you getting offended for? This is the product that they're choosing to throw out there. I don't know how Luke Getze and the Chicago Bears offense, including Justin Fields, can have the showings that they had for eight quarters 
against the Washington Commanders and the Denver Broncos to the tune of 68 points total. Now, I'm no mathematician, but I think that's 34 points a game over the last two games. I don't know how you can go from that to six points in three and a half quarters against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And shout out to Brian Flores because, hey, Brian, he knew that seat was getting a little hot. The Vikings just keep getting ran out there, and Kevin O'Connell is the, is the head coach. It's the offensive team now, so we can switch those out easy. <laughs> Brian's like, mm-mm. Y'all, y'all ain't about to embarrass my black ass the way y'all did Sean Payton. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh-uh. Fire it up. <laughs> Sending blitzes from every angle. That man was blitzing from the concession stand. A safety led the team in quarterback hits. That's all you need to know. And the Bears, whether your eyes were letting you down or whether you weren't coached well enough or, or, or whether you just overmatched, no excuse. These are professional players. These are professional play callers. I saw a play in today's game where on a blitz pickup, Darnell Wright kicks out to an outside linebacker, leaving Deontay Foreman head up with Daniil Hunter, the Minnesota Vikings' best pass rusher against a running back who you have had inactive four of the six weeks of this NFL season. Who the fuck drew that one up? And if you didn't draw it up, whose eyes were being coached to say, kick out to the lesser threat? Not Jalen Carter. Kick, kick, kick out to the outside linebacker and, and allow Deontay Foreman to get fucking steamrolled by Daniil Hunter. Now, I'm no football guru. I'm no football guy. There's a whole bunch of y'all running around on, on Twitter, formerly known as X or whatever it's called. A whole, a whole bunch of scouts, a whole bunch of people with their bona fides right there in their bio. As soon as you click on their Twitter profile, I bet you I can tell you that that's a shitty play. I, I bet you I can tell you that that shouldn't happen in an NFL game. I also could tell you this. What's the sense? What's the sense in throwing the ball on third and one? What's the sense in that? I mean, it at some point, elementary football has to take over, right? Like at some point, can you move people and can you disrupt their quarterback? That's the name of the game. The Bears can't do either. So there's, you know, maybe, just maybe I am the idiot. No, 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 not maybe. It's guaranteed I'm the idiot. Because I thought this would be a seven or eight win team with the talent that Ryan Pohl, that King Poles, as y'all like to call him, that King Poles put together. And I thought they were getting ready to take the North and never give it back. That's, that's what I heard two years ago. And I thought this was the year that that thing would start a little bit. Now we sit here six, seven weeks into the season, the Bears are one in five. They have now lost to a Minnesota Vikings team that is trying to get Caleb Williams. Don't get it twisted. All this talk about Kirk Cousins getting traded, that's the Minnesota Vikings floating that out there just to see, you know, a little toe-in-the-water activity. That's all. Justin Jefferson, you got a hamstring? All right, you're getting ready to sit these next four games, player. We need you in the long run. They went, they, they went out there with Jordan Addison, Alexander Madison, who is not good, TJ Hawkinson and the boys and said, all we need to do is put up 19 and we got this. And that's what they did. 
It's a bad product, bad players, bad coaching. So this last two weeks against the Commanders and the, the Broncos really don't mean much. And the next win, it'll be fun, but it'll just build a bridge to the next thing where we figure out and find out who will be here when this team is ready to win. And I got to be honest with you right now, if I was taking bets, and I'm not, but if I was taking bets, not a lot of guys on that offensive side of the football going to be here. It's the full go, The quarterback, running backs are interchangeable. You traded for DJ Moore. That's the one. Cole Komet, call him blue chip prospect. I think he's a good player, right? Tevin Jenkins, Darnell Wright. Like, you got four or five guys, but... Some of the most important people on that offense right now, the evaluation period that is necessary and, and, and what we are going through as fans. I think, I think that envelope is getting ready to be licked and stamped. Now, hopefully this isn't a long-term situation for Justin. You dislocate your thumb, you pop it back in yourself. I don't know what that means in terms of ligament damage or whatever else is going on there. He couldn't grip a football, which is why he couldn't come back into the football game. You ask any football player, if you leave a game and can't come back into it, you better be hurt, hurt. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything about this dude's toughness because all he's exemplified is toughness from the moment we met him at Ohio State on the big stage. So if that's something that we can throw out that they ain't jaking it. It's going to be interesting these next couple of weeks because please believe Tyson Bajan being thrown in there with the adrenaline pumping and no tape on him is a lot different than having a week and then a defense, you know, sitting back and, you know, checking out the lay of the land. You know, the, I know it's the Raiders <laughs> and, and we know the Raiders ain't shit either. All right. The Raiders, what, three and three? You know, the whole Josh McDaniels thing keeps happening in the NFL over and over again. But I don't want to see Max Crosby in that defensive line chasing around a Division II former Shepherd University quarterback. So what you going to do? You going to rush back Roshan Johnson? You going to ask Deontay Foreman to carry the load? This, this might get ugly here. I mean, it already is ugly, but this might get a lot uglier than we ever anticipated. We thought this team was going to win seven, eight games. They might replicate the season they had last year. And I'll ask you again. You're going to have two first-round picks. But, man, all that losing, at some point, can't be worth it. <laughs> it cannot be worth it after all. You know, and, and don't let Caleb Williams' daddy get a hold of this tape. Because <laughs> he will take his ass right back to school from everything that we're hearing. So, Bears fans, let's unite in solidarity this week, right? Let's let's greet each other, make sure that we're we're taking care of each other. Like I say at the end of these pods, you know, commiserate, and have a good cry with each other, you know, get a good hug in, uh, make fun of the team if you need, whatever, whatever's therapeutic for you, because this thing is getting ready to be bad, bad. Like, you know, we, we we coined the term fun bad some years back, right? Where it gets so, so ridiculous that you just got to laugh at it. I was there last year. 
I was there last year when everybody was talking about tank wins and all that. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is bad. This is the Chicago Bears fans talking like the Carolina Panthers fans. Like 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 like, like there isn't a storied and hallowed tradition of losing here. You feel me? Speaking of Bears and the Carolina Panthers visited playoffs the same amount of time since the inception of the Carolina Panthers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. The Full Gold with Jason Golf. So the pop culture thing that uh, everybody's been talking about these last few days uh, that I feel absolutely like icky about because we should know these people's business as much as we do and we can only thank one person for the reason why we know these people's business man we we did the pod we did the post game smack pod you know when, <laughs> from the oscars and it was like oh you know this is when all the think pieces was coming out uh, this, is, this is when this is when women were raising up. This is when men were raising up, and the camps were being divided, and they were, all the, all those gender wars that they want us to have out there. All the algorithms was, was puppeteering all these dumbass arguments about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Fast forward, October 2023. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> None of you did, but who was going to tell you? That's right. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, Let me say this, man. The reason why I won't go in is because Will Smith has been absolutely silent. He has been silent, and I'm going to be real with y'all. Everybody's going about this the wrong way to me. If that man is silent while this is happening... (laughs) Take it from me, y'all. There's some other shit going on that this lady is holding on to him and that he knows he can't get out or can't let out or just doesn't want people in this business about that. He just got to take it. Just got to take it, you know, and it's unfortunate. It looks awful. It feels awful. Everybody's cringing about it. You got people making these loud, wrong ass statements about these two people's relationships. Hey, I wish everybody the best. I just I just hope everybody's watching and learning how not to go about a public relationship. Because if your relationship's in the public, you're gonna you're gonna suffer anyway. Like you're gonna have people in your business that shouldn't be in your business 24-7. But to then invite people to your business, not just invite people to your business, but invite people to your bedroom on a promo tour. Yeah. There's a reason why that man is silent. There's a reason. Whatever that reason is. Because, lordy, lordy, lordy. Like, we are talking about one of the iconic actors of our time. Like, one of the iconic, and I don't care what y'all say, musicians. 
Like y'all can y'all can pretend like the Fresh Prince, you know, era didn't happen. Okay. Y'all can act like it wasn't the hip hop that you wanted and all that other. Hey, respect it or check it. You didn't check it. So you have to respect it. And man, when the Grammys, when 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 Brothers wasn't winning Grammys and 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 got boycotted and all these other things, I remember he was down with the boycott after he won the Grammy. Like Will was out here, Will was out here just trying to find a place. You know what I mean? Extremely intelligent. The dude got an MIT when he was 16 years old. We're not talking about some regular cat. We're not talking about like some dude who just put a couple of lyrics together or who just said a few lines, kissed the right ass, got the right role, and then ascended. This man jumped into acting uh, um, in a way that many people don't jump into acting. You know, I mean, what was it Six Degrees of Separation? Was that was that the movie? Like, like let's be real. Like Will Smith is the the truth as an artist and as a creative figure. So for that man who is an icon and at the top of it, man, wanna, like we forget he won an Oscar for best actor on the most embarrassing night of his life, which he made. Right. So for us now, to fast forward to October of 2023 and see his wife on a promo tour telling all the business, celebrating a dead man in his face every single chance he gets. Shout out to Tupac Shakur, uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time. I was always on the Tupac side when we was doing those foolish ass kid arguments with Tupac versus Biggie and all that other shit. Hey, love Tupac, right? But she out here telling the dead man's story. You feel me talking about his alopecia and, 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 she, and she got proposed to by him and they just didn't have good chemistry. I'm sitting here like, how many people is she going to talk about <laughs> that, that one can't say anything? Well, two, by the way, can't say anything because Will is in the I can't say anything group. Straight Cause sweep y'all know. Men. Straight sweep men. Men. Hey, hey, listen. Hell hath no fury. Hell hath no fury. Hey, fellas, don't you believe (laughs) that working out shit? Sometimes you just got to tuck and run, bro. (laughs) Sometimes you got to tuck and run, and it'll be safer. What? She brought this man on her show, had him crying as if he had never heard the news she broke to him about the entanglement and all these other things. Then we learn a year and a half later that they haven't been married for six years, seven years. They've been separated for say you running up on stages, slapping another black man for a woman that you're not married to. Ah, oh, player. Huh? Hmm. It's tough out here. And he's being quiet. He sat in there. He sat there and 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 took all of it, like, it's, it's people on the everybody is on the outside. Like, oh, I feel for Will. You can do that. Just know, there's a reason <laughs> that he is being quiet, and only she knows and he knows, right? It doesn't even have to be nefarious. Because anybody at this point would, would be, and he would get applauded, by the way, if he was like, it's enough. That's enough. And we could stop right there. Like, my kids, they're grown. <laughs> they can see all this. Maybe, just maybe, maybe your book isn't as important as this. But, you know, he can't. And she knows it. 
for whatever reason, she knows it. So I dog, I don't even click on it. Like the, the, the she has done she has done podcasts that I didn't even know had guests like her on. She is she is going on every morning show. Like this is a all out cuz of course it's in the guise of, you know, this is my memoir and this is my tale and this is my life, right? But shit. <laughs> like some of these things, it's just uncomfortable, man. So while everybody's going in on Jada, you know, feel free, knock yourself out. But you see who's being quiet, right? Being quiet for a reason. Being quiet for a reason. Sometimes you, sometimes you sit back and you're like, yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> I think that's what's going on with your man Will right now. Whatever the reason may be. And some of these memes are hilarious, by the way. Some of them are hilarious. I'm not going to act like I'm not, you know, like a tenth of a percent messy. You know what I mean? Like some of this shit is funny, but nah, man, it's just, it's just icky to watch a a couple of a family devolve like that. You know, sometimes, you know, you just can't win though. You know what I mean? That might be part of it too. Like, you know, he's not saying anything because it's like, I mean, what can you say? Anything he says can be used against. Well, well, this is the, but that's the thing. That's the thing though, Chris, (laughs) I think they're in the moment now where like people are like, you know, feeling bad for Will. So if there's any time to get that off, it would be now. And he's still not getting it off. So whatever it is, hey, dog, hey, listen, <laughs> listen. That's why they ask, like, who, you know, who, who cuts deeper or who can, women, by far, by far. You know why? Because men don't have a whole bunch of safe landing spots, boy. And when they find one, they unload all that shit. Huh? I mean, let me tell you what happened to me in fourth grade that, that only me and the nurse know about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let me, let me tell you what happened, you know, in, in second grade that, that, that my mom promised she'd never tell any, anybody about. Now I'm telling you. You know why? Because I love you and we're going to be married forever. And then you look at that watch and <laughs> 10 years later, she's talking to Hoda about that very thing that only you and the school nurse know about. Oh, man. No, no, no. Cause if this was a dude, they'd be on his ass. They'd be on his ass. (laughs) Ladies, where, where is the equality when it comes to to this situation? Huh? But I, 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 I'm tripping. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm just messing with y'all. But honestly though, um, yeah, because they go come after me now, and I don't, I don't need that in my life. Like, shit, it's been quiet long enough. I think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want anybody getting the ideas out there. But come on, dog. Like, we we around the corner from Halloween, Thanksgiving coming up. Like, you got all these holidays that you you know, you just about to make very sad. <laughs> You know, I don't want to. I don't want to dress up with you now. They've been doing this now for six, seven years quietly. All of a sudden, now, now is the time. Now is the time. Nah, couldn't be me. Mm-mm. You'd have to. You'd have to catch me in Paris somewhere. Oh yeah, full out move. Mm-mm. Rebrand, Johnny Depp style. Come catch me. And yeah, you can go over here and make movies. That's it. If Drake can speak Spanish with Bad Bunny on a, on an album, I can go over here and 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 make an all French movie. From here on out, y'all ain't gonna catch me in the states. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. No sir, because like 
the enemy's in the house. <laughs> like the enemy's right there. And who, who'd have thought? Huh? And the icon and you know, all time actor. You know, legendary music maker. Who'd have thought his downfall would be a young lady from Baltimore? <laughs> It was in Pootie Tang. <laughs> was she in Pootie Tang? I think she was in. Which, which one was she in? Which, which one was she in? No, no. Is it, um, oh, what's the, what's the one with Keenan Ivory Waynes? What's the one with, uh, oh, what was the name of that one? It's not Pootie Tang. Oh, no, my God. Okay. She wasn't in that. Um, she was in a movie with Keenan Ivory Waynes. Here, Keenan Ivory Waynes, Jada Pinkett movie. <laughs> A low-down, dirty shame. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. This man, this man played Ali. Huh? He, he gave you parents just don't understand. Huh? He, was, he, he did that bad CTE movie that nobody should have watched. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, he gave you all these classics. I haven't seen the, 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 the Serena and Venus, you know, movie with, with you know, him being Mr. Williams. I'm, I know I'm cool. I'm... I'm depressed enough. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to see any more of that kind of situation on my TV screen. But man, like this dude gave us hits, bangers, like classics. You know, y'all act like y'all y'all play around like y'all don't. You know, move a little, shake a little tail feather to get in jiggy with it now. You know, you hear that? Come on, you do a little, you know, a little something, something to it. Yeah, the young lady from a low-down, dirty shame <laughs> brought him to his knees. Like, this is nasty. This is real bad. I hope uh, I hope it's a lesson for everybody out there. Everything that glitters ain't gold, right? Like, you throw out these couple goals and Sierra's prayer and all this stuff that people run around talking about. Hey, man, everybody got issues. Everybody got something going on. You just never know what it is. Um, until that person's wife comes out and goes on a book tour and tells you exactly what those issues are. Are y'all going to read the book? Look, look, look at the two brothers. I mean, you know, you're just going to hear about it like on social media. I'll just get the book in pieces from different. Yeah. Places. I mean, you feel like you're, you, you would have read it after at the end of it. Right. Like, oh, damn, yeah, man. It just makes me, I don't want to feel is... bad for Will Smith, man. Like, it's like everything you <laughs> said, you know, he's a G, he's a fresh prince. And I feel like people are taking, it's like, the man is trying That's to take it down somehow. It's like some mentoring candidate stuff where, like, <laughs> take out Chris Rock or something. Like, and I feel bad for him. Chris Rock took the shot, shot her around the world by mm-hmm. a man who, who wasn't even. Her, at the time with the woman who was yeah slapped him. yeah that's insanity yeah yeah and and on top of it chris rock had to take the the, the shot also for being a dirty mac huh jada said that, that, that chris asked asked her out because she knew the divorce was pending yeah that's hey man 
It's the evil world we living in, as as a great as a, as a great American poet once said. It's the evil world we living in, boy. Huh? Did you see Tommy yeah. Davidson on Club Shay Shay? Like I did, I did. Like, I saw that. Like Will Smith coming at him in the dressing room. It's like, wow, man. That's like it's all gonna come out. It's gonna keep going. This is the beginning. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. Hey, hey, you gotta gotta keep it tight. Gotta keep people around you that you trust, and even then. You know, something bad might happen, but hey, I wish everybody the best. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. That's all the time we have for episode 303 of the Full Go Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we thank you so much for hanging out with us. We want to thank our production staff as always. The shadowy figure that is known as Steve Cerruti. Our guy, Tony Gill. This is the first pod of paternity leave. Tony, we're thinking about you and Steph and can't wait for the beautiful baby girl to be here. So uh, we'll be on baby watch and keeping everybody out there uh, up to date. As to what's going down with the the new addition to the Gill family. Shout out to Tony. Of course, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, and the Chief Vibes Officer himself, Chris Sutton. Uh, I want to thank y'all for downloading this thing. Thank you for following us on the socials. Thank you for sharing this thing with your family and friends. Just try to have a little fun here on a bear Sunday where we are about to go into the abyss uh, of uh, football. If we weren't already there, it's it's getting ready to happen, folks. Uh, we're, we're getting ready to see the Tyson Bajan era uh, begin, which I know a lot of you are happy about um, just because he looked like a functioning quarterback. I think we need to raise our bar, fellas. The bar is in hell right now. I think we need to raise our bar just a tiny bit. It's a tiny bit. But, you know, let me chill before I get called racist again. I got called racist on Twitter because I said that Tyson Bajan threw a murder rock. Because he did. He threw a ball that got DJ Moore cut in half. Cut in half. And they, oh, you weren't doing this with the fields guy. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that uh, Twitter is always there when, the, uh, when, when, when racial balance is needed, especially in sports. I'm, I'm always happy to see that. Uh, so shout out to Tyson Bajan and his fans. I'm looking forward to speaking with y'all for the next couple of weeks. Uh, thank you for downloading this thing. Thank you so much for subscribing to it. And also, thanks for rating and reviewing this thing, giving it the five stars you know it needs. If not, we will see you in the streets. Looking forward to talking to y'all on Tuesday. We'll look at this game again. Yeah. And also, Alex Brown. We'll talk to A.B. about what this defense did, what they didn't do, especially on that defensive line. 
Uh, some of the things that he saw that he liked, he didn't like. And also his thoughts on Tyson Bajant. Because if y'all been listening these last couple of weeks, AB is uh, <laughs> is, uh, is a Tyson Bajant or whoever else is at the quarterback position guy. So we'll talk to him about what these next couple of weeks uh, will be, can be, could be. He is a dude who's had to play on the same team with uh, the quarterback position being in flux as every other defender in Bears history has had to as well. So we're looking forward to talking to Alex on Tuesday. As always, if you want to jump in on the full goal voicemail line, it's always open for you. 773-359-3103. That's 773-359-3103. The best ones will get used. The worst ones will be uh, shot into a cannon and, you know, shot out of a cannon, I should say, and never to be heard from again. Uh, But yeah, we will catch y'all on Tuesday. As always, we leave you with this. Take care of each other. Be safe. And uh, remember to stay sucker free. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in with it in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 100 100- Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 